Percent 420 podcast number 30. Yep. Whoa. So, Three zero, yeah. Swamp Boys, number one with some Ghost Train Haze. Figured, um, has anybody tried the Swamp Boys yet? I don't think I have. I feel yeah. like a long time I ago. I feel we like did. we did, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know. Huh, maybe. It's yeah. the Everybody second time I've brought it out. Um, I'm not sure if I like it yet or not. Why? Are you not going to say until we I see think, what it feels like? I think the high is pretty good, but it seems like, to me, it's... What does it seem like? It seems like it's a little flat. Hmm. But I figured we'd try it out today. This is kind of a tester to see if it's kept or discarded, well, sent on its way. You got the ghost train, so how are we going to yeah. know? Well... We've smoked the ghost train multiple times now, so yeah, we should so, know. So we should know the like <laughs> effects. Well, I didn't want to do a whole Swamp Boys. Mm. Um, yeah, like the blends. It seems yeah. like they're mostly blends. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Hmm. I, I, you know, I kind of like that, mixing them a little bit. Mm-hmm. kind of makes it fun. Um, you know, it's not so, like, one There is something to it, because that night when we were... When we were like sparring a little heavier uh-huh. was last Monday, I think. Yeah. Whatever that blend was, was like fucking. Pretty yeah, cool. it really brought you into yeah. the. I think that was what, like a um, Prodigium and. I remember Durban Grape was in God. The mix. Or no, it was a Durban and yeah. Grape God. Because we were talking about that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't um, we smoke it again on a Wednesday? Full yeah. Rolling oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. God's Poison, or didn't yeah. we come up with some <laughs> fucking name for Durban it like that? God. Well, I've got one. I've been trying to find that grape god, and I've got one seed. So I think I'm going um, to see if I can germinate the seed, and so hopefully it's a viable seed. It looks good. It feels, you know, it doesn't feel all soft and fucking, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It seems viable. Yeah, it seems viable. Does so. that mean you would definitely seed that plant? Or you could clone it if it's a female. If you it's a female, then I would clone it. But um, if it's a male, if it's a male, then, then I would probably something. cross it with a Durban. Okay. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. Damn, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, we'll keep our fingers crossed that it's a viable seed. That's a chick. <laughs> It'd be great if it, you know, because I'm learning how to do the reversal process, how to turn. A female into um, really a pollinating plant, right? After it's germinated and everything, or as a seed? No, after it's so you grow out the plant and then you, um, you essentially, you, you know, this wouldn't be the technical terms, but you trick it into exhibiting male qualities, right? And so make it trans. Yeah, you turn it into a, a they. <laughs> <laughs> we turn this plant into a they. Um, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Well, do, do you have to do it decide, early? Do we get to decide if it's they, though? They? It's a he or she? <laughs> it's, it's a like cross-dressing puberty plant. blockers. Or? Have to let the plant decide. I mean, so what it does is it produces then pollen sacs, right, that would typically mm-hmm. be on male plants. But the pollen is all female pollen because it's coming from a female plant. It's just tricked into producing that and so that's then how fem seeds or that's a method in which fem seeds are produced meaning that then the seeds are feminine yeah i'm female yeah so then if you've got a seed pack let's say you got 10 seeds in it yeah all 10 of those seeds should be female seeds now wow. some strains are a little bit unstable 
And so, you know, like um, the cookie strain, I think, is a traditionally unstable strain. Fruit and so loops who y- you get unstable. What, what is fruity loops? Fruity loops. Or fruit loops. Whatever. Fruit loops. Like, yeah. yeah. And so Fruity then you get them to. Uh, you might get them to Hermie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or the. Yeah, I was going to say I've seen a plant do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, they have the capability, obviously, to have both. Mm-hmm. So if you make a feminine plant, a female plant, have seeds, mm-hmm. those seeds will all be females. Theoretically, they'll all wow. be female. And again, it depends on the stability of the strain that you're you know, um, reversing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a nice solid so, strain, so, so like this is what ethos does and ethos is fucking, they're so on with their stuff. I'm learning so much from these guys, but, um, you know, the, the rate of herming plants that they're putting out is very, very low compared to that stability. Yep. And that's because how much they don't Hermie. Right. Yeah. And that's because uh-huh. they're using really stable strains. They've spent a lot of time um, developing the, mm. the ones that they're going to I, re- I remember there's like some plants in gardening, right? Like a arugula like, and, and some of those greens will mm-hmm. like revert to like an, uh, an older version yeah. if you seed them, uh-huh. right? What if do you, you like, mean by revert to... So they've like genetically they're, made them like, let's say, yeah, yeah, they're like heirlooms, so they're like more spicy, they're more robust or something. Oh, I see. And then if you seed them, they go back to what they looked like more like naturally as like a weed before mm-hmm. they had like genetically yeah. trained them to do all these things. It's so interesting because I was, they were explaining that process, mm. you know, with um, cannabis plants. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. um, how that is mm-hmm. part of the process, right? Where you'll have traits, you know, and, and this is more in the land race strains where they'll have like a dominant trait that it's going to revert back to that trait more so than a trait that you might be crossing it trying to get out of another plant. Like, um, hmm. I guess the way that I understand it is like the. Um, more citrally trait is way more stable and way more um what would be the word that i'm trying to use like prevalent than like a grape right the the fruitier ambrosiacy types of flavors are not as profound and not as solid and not as stable theoretically at least from what i'm learning as the more you know citrus the more you know like pungenty earthy types of ambrosia like flavor to me it would be like grape or like punch or you know those more sweeter type of flavors that grapefruit durbin i was telling you about Mm -hmm. it's one of the best strains but it was very very finicky yeah i mean the smallest things would stress that plant out right like heat or Yeah. yeah and you know that's the thing with like a durbin poison for instance it's pretty fucking durable man even against like bugs and um other just you know things that are going to try to so is grape grape god not as um predictable in that way i don't know what grape god what you know that is uh comprised of i know that um i had this grape stomper that was like really really good but it was like you know what jordan's saying it was really unstable i mean anything could fuck it up so if it didn't have its perfect environment and i was growing and i didn't want to lose it but it just kept on like 
you know, drifting in different directions and mm-hmm. I couldn't really um, dial in. Yeah, it was like, it was like, you know, some women out there. Right? <laughs> I don't know these women. Uh, so, um, they are female plants. I mean. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> but and these female plants yield a beautiful fruit. So much they do. <laughs> they do. There's a lot. I mean, like, you know, did did you find that though consistent with the more fruity, the more like sweeter flavors, if you will, being a little bit harder yeah, to and I manage the hazes, I'd things say like that. It even even when you start to get into your hybridized strains more i feel like the more even the the more even the percentage in the hybridization of like indica to sativa qualities you start to see more problems like Mm -hmm. because we had san fernando valley headband i might have mentioned this before but when i was at high level health um when I first started at that company, they were on the verge of going under. Mm-hmm. I had no idea because to me that weed was awesome, but there were a lot of problems in the grow. And as I was learning, like um, the they literally were about to lose the, the entire business before I came in. And San Fernando Valley was one of those finicky strains mm-hmm. where the slightest amount of too much light or heat um even a cold swing would cause the plant to hurt me out but what was weird was when it got you know some plants will get too close to the light and they they'll just kind of i don't know develop a little bit differently in the Mm -hmm. bud this plant would change its entire bud structure yeah like it would go from these really round perfect kind of popcorn nugs to like we would have buds with a fucking mohawk on it yeah. like it would it would come up to a point and then there would just be this straight ridge at the top and it was the strange almost like, like a weird foxtailing kind of thing almost like a foxtail but like we had one i remember i i, I don't know uh i don't know if it's the blue moon fucking logo but there's like a orange with like a fucking mohawk right down the middle yeah, yeah. like it looked exactly like that yeah interesting Foxtailing means it just like tapers off a little. So or? like, let's say you have a bud, mm-hmm. and typically, would you see foxtailing more in like heat stress? Yeah, for sure. So you've got a, a pretty decent structured bud, then all of a sudden you get these like shoots that come out that are real kind of larfy and spindly, but they, you know, they they kind of spread out, almost look like feathers. You know, that okay. that's I guess where the name foxtail because gotcha. they're all like those bushy foxtail plants you know um that that have those like kind of like fingers coming off yeah, yeah it's of. like they're just mm-hmm. pointing. yeah and they kind of mess up the structure of it it looks I, I mean to me at least it looks like heat stressed it looks like oh man this thing was yeah so maybe it's like it's out. opening up too <laughs> well, that, that, that's exactly yeah. what it is yep. it's, it's a response to heat and humidity like if the humidity spikes it's too much then it needs it, to it opens itself up yeah. to allow airflow through the plant so it's not getting mold and shit in there it i mean uh from what i understand i think it even happens with overwatering when mm-hmm. when the lights are heavy on the plant and the room's hot and then you overwater the plant it causes a shock so the plant's already starting to, like it knows it's oversaturated, so it starts to kind of develop a, a defense to that in, in the environment of like allowing more airflow, allowing it to, allowing the plant itself to kind of dry out at the roots even. It's allowing 
whatever it can to deal with its environmental struggles. Isn't that like that kind of is funny because it takes us back to that conversation we were having, I think, last week about the intelligence of plants. Yeah, versus, and people yeah. think plants don't have souls. <laughs> I mean, like, again, does a mollusk have that level of environmental intelligence where it says, you know, the it waters reacts, to, to the environment? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it does. Yeah. I would assume so. You know, even like single cells do that stuff. So, yeah. So you think, yeah. Yeah. But is that intelligence though? That was like the Uh question. Is it intelligence if it's just a system like reacting and responding? Do you consider that intelligence? Well, see, and that's where I, that's where I question it. Right. Because I think, you know, as we were talking, I think intelligence equates to more responding than reaction. I think reaction becomes um, something that you want it to be innate, no thinking, no, you know, like processing of information. And so I wonder, you know, like what, what you're saying with, um, you know, the buds, right? They open up a little bit. There is a lot of different factors that can stress out a plant and they seem to have an intelligence to deal with those factors in a different way. It doesn't mean that they always foxtail or that they always do this in response to if a b and c environmental conditions are there then equals this response maybe i mean mean, you know if it's if it's humid and windy and you're overwatering then we'll see here's like the thing okay let's make an analogy then human wise what is an example of responding and then we'll kind of get into the so if you look at an example of responding, we're doing jujitsu, right? We're, we're practicing. Um, and so basically like what we've been working on recently, arm drag, take the back. And so we could say the reaction mechanism that we're trying to develop for the guy who's getting arm dragged is as soon as you get arm dragged and you're out, you kick that leg back so that you free up that hook, right? You get out of that hook, right? you're not going to have time to think about that. You can't respond and be like, oh shit, this guy's arm dragging me. So as soon as my forearms hit the ground and their weight shifts, they block that shoulder. So I can't, you know, try to wizard them or, or stop them from coming around. So is it only that speed I'm gonna kick. that differentiates between the two? Is it I, just well, that, that you've trained that, yourself to like, that if something happens, this other thing automatically. Can recognize it quick, quickly. Right. Um, yes and no, because I think that there is is that react? A space of time. And then time. respond as you think about it first? Correct. Is that and so framing it? I, I think you could look at it and say, well, first you're responding to the potential threat, right? And that's by building a reaction skill. I mean, that is a response. We're, we're responding to getting drug out and being put on a, all fours where you got to get into a turtle position, right? We're responding by being proactive. But then we're going to be reactive when that happens. And we want to build that so you don't have to think about it. So the time gap is so small that your body just does what it needs to do anytime it feels like it's dragged out and there's a hook inside that thigh. I don't need to do that if I don't feel a hook inside there, right? There's no reason for me to kick it out. That might actually be a negative because that person might read it and then put me on my back on that, you know, Mm -hmm. post that's gone for a second. So in that regard, though, I would say reacting is 
you don't have time to think. You can't process in that short of a time span. And so you've just got to move, right? Your body's got to do what it was trained to do. Then we look at the concept of responding. So I'm rolling with you guys, you fucking young people. And you guys can recover faster. You guys are fucking meaner and stronger and all of those kinds of things, right? As being an older fighter, if if I get sucked into that where my body's just moving, 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 eventually you guys are going to take that lead. It just is what it is, right? So what I've got to do is i got to start to respond. Well, I can't respond while there's this heavy attack going, right? So, you know, this is one of the reasons why I've been talking to you guys about attacking and keeping that attack going, especially being females against male fighters. Because if you allow me to get grounded and get heavy and get rooted, it's going to be really difficult for you to move on that. Yeah, I'm right? giving you the base. But if you can keep me off balance, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't think in those time frames, okay. right? Still hitting this? All right. So I can't think necessarily in those time frames. So what happens is you're kind of left to the circumstances. And if you haven't pre-trained to deal with those circumstances, there's going to be holes. There's going to be an opening at some point, at some level, right? So what you're looking to do for your position is you're looking to keep me moving until boom that arm extends and you're like thank you now i can get in between that arm i didn't have to pull their arm out because i might not be strong enough to pull their arm out so we we were keeping something moving enough where they were off balance enough where they had to post their hand to the mat and that pulled their arm away from their body and now i've got an opening so you guys let's say are doing that to me and you're keeping me fucking doing that I'm reacting the whole time but if I can lock you down boom stop the movement for a second now I can start to think I can take a breath and I can start to respond and my response then certainly is going to be based on what is happening right it's not that you're doing heavy attacks and I'm just going to say well now I'm going to do this my response is still based on your intentions or your positioning or, you know, your skill sets, whatever those major threats are to me at that point in time. But now I've given myself enough time to start to utilize the skills that I have to deal with that, right? I can gather information. I can understand, ooh, this guy is doing heavy pressure, right? So if they're putting heavy pressure on me, then that tells me which things that I should do to put this fight back in my favor, at what speeds I should go, at what intentions I should go. Um, And so then I think with that, responding is always gonna be the logical solution to problems. You, if you, you if have to react to, if you yeah. have the opportunity. Well, well, here's the thing. But you I, could also be out of balance and reacting the, in, in a way that you are also responding, right? Like if she's keeping you off balance, if if you're, you're right, you you can still be responding. You can somehow train yourself to yes. always be at some 
So, so that's some then, way of responding, right? Because if we're still talking about time, it's all time, right? So that is the difference, this reaction is, and correct. response? So if I built my reactions so that my reactions are instinctual, mm-hmm. then I've got that time that I was going to need to react my body's already doing it. I'm already mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so yeah. I've got that amount of time to start to respond. Mm-hmm. Because the better I get at responding, the shorter amount of time mm-hmm. I need to respond in. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it, yeah. it becomes more, I read mm-hmm. things faster. Right. I understand things more intuitively. Right. So, so, so that's what's interesting about like a human. Like we were saying about plants. Like, is that smart? Can they respond or they mm-hmm. just react? But we have like all these different levels even in ourself, right? Because right. we, we have this part that's responding. Well, at the same time, we have this other part that's reacting, right? Um, like I was talking with uh, with with Phoenix about mm-hmm. playing guitar, and he said something to his stepdad about that it's like muscle memory, and mm-hmm. they got into an argument about whether muscles like have memory or not, mm-hmm. which is interesting, you know? Right? Um, because that's a little bit what you're doing as a building a reaction mm-hmm. is you're like if you're if you're working scales or something, you're building the ability to not have to think about your fingers. Yeah. Or if you if you like especially if you play like a classical piece, I don't know how like intricate some of your stuff is. Like think about a piece that's like every single note is like lined up. Then it's all how many times have I played that through so then I can think of like the higher level thing. So maybe that's it. Like like there's different levels of reaction mm-hmm. and there's different levels of response. You know, I think about it in music like the the highest level is like well, I, I, it's hard to talk about, but you know, higher levels than what my fingers are doing would be what what were part of the song am I in, right? Uh, maybe dynamics. This is where we bring it down and we bring it up for the chorus to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then and then even higher levels than that might be learning how to like be in the zone and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Can I get myself to those like higher uh, fluid states or whatever? Um, and so in ourselves, we have all those different levels. Like there's all different kinds of reactions because, you know, like uh, maybe a higher level would be playing with other people, right? Yeah. Right? Like, and then doing that same thing in, in the moment of everything coming together. I was yeah. even going to add like being able to think about adding note inflictions while right. going through it. And then right. What does that mean? Like a band or sliding or a finger tap, like just mm-hmm. different ornamentations methods. on yeah. a note. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that ornamentations uh-huh. on the note. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's all kinds of levels like that. There's just the note, mm-hmm. and then like I had an in, uh, one of my Indian teachers. He told me this cool one. That's like a note is the eyeball, mm-hmm. right? Because the, everything they do is like uh, bends. Yeah. Right, it's microtones, right? We, have we talked about this? I think maybe we have briefly. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they might bend up and down to a mm-hmm. note, to, and that's like the note of that scale or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we said like the eyeballs, the note, and then the expression, the muscles around the face are the bends and the ornamentations mm-hmm. and stuff, and that's what gives emotion to the note. So you could just play one note, mm-hmm. or you could play, you know, and like put all that on the note, yeah, <laughs> sure. right? Um, and that's like the higher level stuff. Like a little so, kid can play a note, but he can't. So make this it, is right? what I was gonna say, tying this because we're we're kind of. You asked about how we relate it with the plants and then to people, and I think it keeps going back and forth. But what you're saying with that, you can play the same note, or you could play it with an emotion behind it or an intention behind it or something that is 
a lot of times even beyond um, like scientific description. You know what I'm saying? Logical yeah. description. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got this intuitiveness That's that right. yeah, yeah. you've got to say, man, this goes into the world of mysticism because mm-hmm. you don't see great musicians, at least I don't, and I'm by no means any kind of expert on music at all, but that aren't like deeper than just the science of music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're just the science of music, mm-hmm. it, it does seem robotic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But once you start to, you know, so you're teaching somebody how to play a song and they learn the song, right? And so let's say it's technically correct. You're like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good song. Mm-hmm. It's still not as good as when you start to see them get into that song, right? That's right. Then it's like, ooh, that had something more than the, mm-hmm. the tone, right? Mm-hmm. And so then with plants, this is what I've observed. Because I just do a very few little amount, right? And that gives me a chance to really take care and get into... Vibe the plants, with the plant. like, right. Oh, right? Whereas I've got some friends who are very experienced growers and do it, you know, strictly for a gain, right? Um, so just mechanically. Yeah, yeah. exactly that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's yeah. different. It I doesn't have those yeah. same like I think feelings is, to it. Yeah, I agree. I think. Uh, you could say that, I mean, you use the word sometimes to be sensitive in jujitsu, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to like get all that information that maybe the person that's like, you know, uh, the lever of the wedge needs to be at 30 degrees to create the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and, and I think, and we're talking about intelligence and I've just been thinking lately about like the old way people thought what that word meant isn't reason and logic. It was like a spiritual thing. That's what they were referring to. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's like the invisible parts of things. Right. Right. Because there's all these like things that are hard to talk about, about plants, let's say. But those are real things that you're picking up because you can see the results. Like if I vibe with them, they grow better. Mm-hmm. And you might not be able to say, it'll be a hard thing to say what that thing is. Yeah, like why. Right. Because, yeah, and that's what, what the logical on. mind, I think mm-hmm. that it's playing like our society right now. Mm-hmm. And, an and that's where I think there's a, um, yeah. a leaving of religion. I think mm-hmm. that there's this overemphasis, like you just said, on the science. There's this overemphasis on, you know, like um, it having to be within this realm of, you know, right. can logic. Can I test it? Can, can I say exactly. it? Can I label it? Can, right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I think that that is... What I see it in martial arts, this is where I see. Um, we talked a little bit about this, I think, recently as well. You know, that fake, those fake martial arts videos where you've got some death touch master who's not even touching their students. Have you seen any of these? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, their students flying are like around, flying around, yeah, they're tapping, and they're shaking and All that crazy shit. <laughs> I mean, if people believe that stuff, you know that's cool I guess you could have like a a fun side to you that wants to believe in you know things like that but you would think that the person possessing it would have more like wisdom than a lot of these guys show you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like you would think there'd be more of a humility versus this authority that's at least what I would think if somebody 
truly reached a, a level where they could possess that kind of power, yeah, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be this kind of fat dude who, <laughs> it's hard to you say. know what I'm saying? Cold like, right. Yeah, but just like you could obviously tell these guys who do that stuff, yeah. you can look at them and tell that they can't fight. Yeah. Right, they, they I took mean, a shortcut. yeah, they tried to take the. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's right, actually. But yeah. you go to, like, some of these serious Chinese, Gong Fu masters mm. and mm-hmm. fucking Tai Chi masters, and whereas, they might not be, like, physically fight, mm. martial arts, dude, they're winning the fucking fight on mm. just presence energy wellness yeah. mobility you see some of these 80 90 year old people moving in mm-hmm. that manner yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like holy shit that's a superpower that's mm-hmm. that energy how could you i mean what can you say you could break it down logically and say well yeah because they're keeping the joints moving it's keeping your joints lubricated you could talk about that right. the nervous system right the, yeah. but mm-hmm. when you put in those other things that mm-hmm. and that's one of the point too it's mm-hmm. like because you could say like cheese like life force or mm-hmm. you could say that's a synonym somehow um and that's what they have they have right. life right mm-hmm. that's what that they have youth they've harnessed it right, right. And, mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so it is that energy it's just Right. Again, mm-hmm. And maybe some people manner. could do that fucking death touch stuff. I, I leave it opening. I leave right. it opening. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be cool to think? <laughs> it, it would be so lame to think, like, if this is how logical we are, that could never happen. Why? What right. about the one freak yeah, yeah, yeah. accident that happens where, you know, there's a mutation? So, again, this the, person, the logical mind yeah. does not allow it. You know, yeah. even my mind just started doing that, like, yeah. to yeah. myself. Like, like nobody does a death touch yeah. Has anybody seen, this is kind of out there, but uh, it's on the topic of chi, because <clears throat> there's a great video, you probably find it on YouTube, it was from the BBC, and they did this like little special back in, probably in like the early 2000s, I think, or maybe even late 90s, uh, but they go and they find this guy who was a monk that they had heard about that had learned how to harness his chi and he was a healer Mm -hmm. and he was like healing people i think like in london he had left the monastery and was just trying to live a quiet life in the city and um they go to him and they like get their their healing session and they're like kind of in awe because they say they can feel the electricity going through them so they they ask him to demonstrate what else he can do so he takes him outside and he like crumples up a piece of newspaper yeah. and he throws it on the ground and he just fucking puts his hand over it and he's just sitting there for a minute and then you I think see that's it that, that's start that, uh, smoking yeah. and it, it doesn't look like it's been faked, you know? Yeah. It looks very real, like, like it, it, I don't even know how they could have made a CGI that good back then, but uh, you see it starts smoking, it catches up in flames and the thing's just burning. So they take him to lunch, they're, they're, they have him like, light up a light bulb with this touch and then they're like doing scans. I think they can hook like uh, things with his belly, yeah. uh, UV meter yep. and he can make the UV meter like yeah. re- register like voltage. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so they're like freaking out and then they take him to lunch and he takes a chopstick and he fucking, like the table's like this thick and he fucking 
hits the chopstick under the table and it comes up through the top and he fucking chops it and it hits this lady right between the eyes and it makes her fucking bleed a little bit and he freaks the fuck out and takes off and then they track him down and he's like he's like i shouldn't have shown you guys any of that he was like i i vowed to secrecy and he said my uh like my monastery would you know they'd disown me for for what I'd done and, and uh, hurt someone, it was because yeah. he had hurt someone. Yeah, I think, that, I was think like, that guy is the Magus of Java, and I think there's like this book about that dude yeah. and this white guy that went and studied with him. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. I'm not positive. Huh. Um, and he and he, there's a few videos of him with the fire, with the newspaper yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. It's like super interesting. Wizard. Yeah. Uh, right, he could do this other thing. I forget. It was something with a uh, um, a box of cigarettes. And he could like put it up like really far away and just do like that and blow it over, right? Hmm. I think that was like another one. And he could like aim it at like he could put a few different packs and be like I hit the middle one and stuff like that. I don't know all that, uh, but right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another one I saw. Though he's cool and that's really interesting. There's another one online I saw recently of like Dragon's Breath dudes. They're in like Tibet in the mountains and shit, and it's like freezing outside. And they all get their shirts wet. They dunk their shirts in water. Mm. And then they put on their shirts, I think even like multiple layers of sheets, like wet sheets. And then they sit out in the freezing cold and they do the dragon's breath. And steam is just like coming off of them and they they dry off their clothes. <laughs> like how we dry our it. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the laundry's done. Right, that one seemed. <laughs> that one's dope though. It seemed like a you know a nice proof of something. Like it's not like as magical as some of the other claims. Like we'll start fires and shit, but pretty similar I mean, to the Wim Hof uh, shit. I mean. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I just think it's cool to, it, you know, want to believe that mm. there's that. I mean. I don't know. I, I think it's so hard to to logically say that we were created because of this reaction that happened so precisely and so specifically that it created this reaction, you know, that mm. all of all those reactions up. created what mm. we are right now. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, from the Big Bang uh-huh. and then all the billiard balls knocking each What if it's though, like, I just yeah. had a funny thought. What if it <laughs> fucked up? And uh-huh. it, it had a bad reaction, and we're really like the fucking byproduct of what could have been, right? Maybe we're like the fuck. Uh-huh. The, the thing, the, the overseers the mistakes, like the are like, oh, like man, you get a C on that fucking guys, project. Right. That kind of goes into uh-huh. simulation theory. I mean, <laughs> like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I There's a, document on, a documentary on Hulu called uh, A Glitch in the Matrix, I think. I watched it last week, and it kind of fucked my head up for a minute where I was just thinking, like... Because then I started thinking about all these things we talk about, and I'm like, how does this apply if we are in a simulation? And it, I, I don't know. It makes me wonder if there were rules inherently built into it or if it's just the natural progress of the code, if you will, the al- algorithm that's feeding this life force. Or uh, if it's if this is all just a matter of experience and we just make it into something more than it is, and I don't know, it's, I mm-hmm. my brain gets so fucking far out there with this stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. Like, those I, great ideas like that. I, uh, it, yeah. but, it's fun to think about. Yeah, there's a there's a dude, uh, this guy Donald Hoffman. He's a scientist right now, and he has this whole fucking theory that like blow your mind. I can't recreate it, but the idea is that, um, like like we it it maps onto like some spiritual ideas like 
you could say we live in a symbolic world, right? So if, if you say like water's hot, for instance, um, the what's really going on there, what's really going, what's actually literally happening is some crazy thing with quadrillion atoms. Right, just moving into, it, You know what I mean? High and all rates of that. Of speed. And then we condense that into this symbolic thing called hot, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and so his idea is that what our minds do brains do what we do is is he he makes the analogy like a um a desktop on a computer so he says like the trash can isn't really a trash can you can throw things in the trash but if you said what's really happening there it's like resistor a you know turns yeah. on off and then the, you know whatever's going on i have no idea um and that's actually what's happening but that information doesn't do us any good, right? I, it's it's definitely it's you know it's more than just reducing complexity into something manageable. It's actually more than that, but that's a big part of it. Like, if we if we knew if we could actually see the world, we couldn't do anything. Right, see like everything yeah. that's going yeah, on. Right. So yeah, right. Like, like we're, a whole city. we're yeah. giving the atoms the instinct to already like see the world, and then you can because we're made of atoms. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Um, well, no, because so I was. Yeah, what do you mean? That, but also, you know how earlier we were saying, well, you have to, you know, the whole react and respond, and once you can, uh, you know, get to the point where you're reacting after having responded multiple mm -hmm. times. Yeah. So it's like you're building an instinct, mm -hmm. basically, which is something I think is may be different from other living forms. Do we know that animals or... I saw an article yesterday that. that said that animals have culture, like all these animals that have... So it would point to that they do, but go on. Yeah, uh, and I'm yeah, just saying, more like, than but do we... Most, you, you wouldn't think about it that way. Um, but what, what, where did I start with this? We were talking about... Um, Oh yeah, we're uh, telling the atoms, yeah, we're giving yeah. the atoms the instinct of already being able to define all of those exchanges that are happening. So like, if you're saying the trash can is not really a trash can, and you would go to the point of looking at it all the way down to its own atoms and seeing what they are doing. Mm -hmm. So not going through all of that process, you're creating that instinct of, okay, I see this, and that's just how it manifests in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do just see it. It is like a reaction. You just see the, the door or the chair or whatever. You don't think about what, how I should interpret this cloud of molecules or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it is like a, is that what you mean? Like yeah. it's, it's like a reaction. It is like this built thing. But it's all, but it's all built. It's all... Yeah. Mm -hmm pre-planned to some degree, right? Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. you're saying. Is it, I mean, is that correct? Where you're saying, I'm training them to understand this. Yeah, and I don't know how we do this, that though, right? because like from the moment I am born, like it's just, I. this is how I see the world. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we've built it from being so, a kid and playing. And, and so then that means all that. we're all like a, you know, a huge collective yeah. working towards yeah that's why we like share programs and yeah. we like teach you know when you teach a kid a language like how much is that putting all that stuff like in their head you yeah because it's not just the like the mechanical part of it it's not just the language the technical part of it yeah. it's a whole culture with that right language. yeah 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 and that's what we were talking about with that with plants right we're talking mm. about that with that energy that 
again, it's different. If you learn that language wrote and you're like, okay, I understand it and I can speak it and it's correct, but then you grow up with the culture behind the language, you know, there's more to the language, there's emotion, there's like how you're going to express your hands when you're I mean, you don't even have to grow up with the culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, that does give it a higher level of understanding Mm -hmm. or, yeah, or it's just more detail. Well, because you don't have to consciously (laughs) study those elements, right? Because you're, when you're a clean slate, you're absorbing them, right? But if, if I was going to, you know, immerse myself in the Italian culture, I would have to actively immerse myself into understanding those nuances of yeah, culture. Yeah, for sure. Like you but would the kids, learn the language and see those patterns, and right. those patterns are specific to how they live, what they do, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah, so. Yeah, so that, you know, again, that thing that's really hard to define is something mm-hmm. that I think we're trying to, um, as a culture, we're trying to, like, extinguish almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, this relates to some of that, like, Jordan Peterson stuff, like, because there's this other aspect, what he calls, like, valence or meaning, like, you, like objects also have meaning in mm-hmm. them, and, and I'm, I'm still trying to understand this, but, like, like as a kid, he, I think we talked about this, he goes onto a rocking chair and falls over and gets hurt, mm-hmm. and so now rocking chair kind of, like, means, like, I could get hurt, right? right, or if there's, like, a fragile table full of stuff and his mom yells at him every time he, you know, that means... A lot of things, like it may even make mm-hmm. him want to touch it and stuff like yeah. that. But you know what I mean. So that, yeah. so this is other aspect. There's all these, like you're saying, like invisible things that um, you can't like see it with a microscope, mm-hmm. and, and and are maybe a, you know a hugely important part of like our life, but you can't see it. Mm-hmm. It's invisible. So it is like those things, right? Um, yeah. And I, and I think, like, back to that Hoffman guy, like, he goes into, like, simulation theory stuff because the idea is that, uh, like, that's where he starts is that supposedly, like, modern, um, like, psychology or cognitive science or whatever says that we, uh, what we do is we take in information and then we project a virtual world, like, in our brain and we interact with that, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like... Um, yeah, how you're... Mm. perceiving the world right Right. like because i was reading this interesting thing on that Mm. and and they were interviewing several people who were in these firefights in vietnam and you know we would be this close but we're having a completely different experience at the exact same moment Mm. that the exact same thing is going on right but if i'm covering this field of fire and you're covering that field of fire, what's transpiring in this same moment is received different. And so what they thought was interesting was how different the same story was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And how you, mm-hmm. how, you, how you get that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're saying. Like, essentially, this is my thought on what you guys mm-hmm. are saying, is that you're kind of blank, right? Mm-hmm. You're, the, the makeup of you is just, here's X. Now... We insert you to process that information, and that's where the color, that's where the um, mm-hmm. emotion, experience, and all of those things come from. Mm-hmm. How you see it, right? Because you know, again, we could both we could be training hard, have a really fucking 
just intense session and you could be fucking pissed the whole time thinking why was was he doing this to me and being so mm-hmm. aggressive or hard and I could be thinking right. god damn man fucking Justin was on it he's so yeah, heavy yeah. today he's yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like getting after it this is fucking there's, awesome there's a great quote that goes with that it's uh, a thousand men cross a bridge into a village and then it's a thousand men cross a thousand bridges into a thousand villages yeah because every single person seeing that bridge differently seeing the village differently mm-hmm. and i think it like like that goes to the way i view the world is like I think we're all fragments of God. Like, whatever God is, whatever that force is, maybe it's this force we're talking about, the consciousness, the intelligence itself, we're all just fractals of that same being looking at ourselves through different lenses. And it's like, if if God was trying to create this random experience to generate the most possible outcomes or it this is what's weird to me too is like simulation theory almost goes hand in hand with religion where i think people try to separate the two but if there's a simulation something created the simulation right that would be god quote unquote is how i would think about us in the future but yeah yeah yeah. i like where you're going there i like where you're going there. but still there there had to be but then something that created us in the future right yeah Mm -hmm. Going, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now we get deep. Yeah, You're like, so, oh, wait a second, but so us I, in the future created yeah. that God, the creator. Like Justin us. has an yeah. answer. Right? No, so I just, I, I, that, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I think, uh, you know, I try to think about that anytime I come into contact with somebody that gives me some sort of, um, you know, maybe a what you would perceive as a negative interaction, mm-hmm. some somebody I don't generally want to be about. I have to sit and go, what is this person teaching me? Like they're, they're they're just me from a different lens yeah. and they're seeing the same interaction in a different light. So, so can I ask so. this? Like, so if, if that's true, like, mm-hmm. I think that's at least part of the truth, mm-hmm. right? Is that you could have a thousand different experiences with a thousand people of crossing the bridge. Yeah. Um, but is there also maybe this aspect of sense making where some people are better at making sense out of a situation? And in a, in a better at condensing it into something manageable that creates beneficial effects or something like that. Like, like someone, some people, right? So, so this, so that it kind of implies that there's also. I think that's true, a hundred percent, that a thousand people have a thousand different experiences. But is it not also true that there's like a truth, right? Is it, it you know? Because I, yeah. my intuition and some of my thoughts tells me that it's not just we all have a thousand different experiences and then therefore there's a thousand different worlds out there right i think both things are true yeah okay okay um well well, the nuance i think is i think you got to look at it like that i don't think because everybody's gonna have i think what he's saying is correct because there's got to be truths you can't like you said cross a bridge and one person think that they're flying over this gap that the bridge is on and one person you know what i'm saying i mean there's got to be a logical order saying we are uh-huh. walking but they, but they the bridge yes, there is a truth right yeah, yeah, yeah but so they would i would say they wouldn't do that, that truth, right but they haven't agreed to it it's because i don't want you to get yeah. off but let me just say this nobody would think that where they were flying because they've built a sense-making organ right. that agree. tells them there's a bridge and feet and and 100%. right so go on yeah. but then the nuance of the experience might be you're looking at how narrow this bridge is, let's say, and you're like afraid of heights. And mm-hmm. 
I've got some hot girl in front of me and I'm checking out her ass and I'm like, this is a great bridge. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm Best saying? Best bridge and ever. Best Jordan's ever fucking promised. stoned out of his mind and he's just fucking looking up in the clouds, <laughs> right? And he's, right? You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I think those are all going to be nuances that really don't change much of the outcome or much of the mm. yeah, yeah, real yeah. thing of crossing the bridge, right? Those are all just the little flavor. So in one mm. regard, yeah, it's yeah. 10,000 different experiences, but they're but all they're experiencing a, a similar pattern, a You're similar right. mode. And so that similar pattern is the greater truth. And then you could be better at getting to that than other people are, right? Because, like, think about everything that happens in 2020. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. Anybody that can make sense of that, I'm, like, listening to. Right. Right? Yeah. And then anybody who's just, like, jabbering, um, mm -hmm. you know. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that some people are better at... I don't know what it would be. Are they better at seeing the bridge? Mm -hmm. Are they better at crossing the bridge? Are they better at knowing about... Well, well know, then this like, is where I think things get real debatable because there there's like like what you just said about people who you're were listening to in 2020 who know things and then people who are just freaked out about things mm -hmm. right and so this is the way that I'm seeing this game play out is that we're trying to define those known things so logically right that we're missing what the spirit of something is. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Using this whole racial bullshit thing, it's bullshit in my opinion. I think it's a fucking farce. But think about what the spirit of America means, right? The spirit of America means accepting. We've done that, we've proven that, and we've continually progressed in people's liberties and freedoms and things of that nature right at least on a racial side i think you know we could have that argument in once somebody enters a prison system or an institution like that but let's say as There's a whole you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. as a society as a person you know race r racial issues don't exist like that because of that Right, but people are trying to because of the spirit of America. Because of right. the spirit of America, which mm -hmm. you can't define. You say that, and it sounds like you're this fucking flag waver who's you know mm -hmm. um, staunch, you know, support America, which is important. That mentality again created an aura, created this thing that has made us mm -hmm. to right now the greatest society that has ever existed in the history of humankind that we know of. Right, as far as safety, as far as innovations, as far as ability to move around, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So, but if you break it down to logical, and this is what I think a lot of the smart people are doing, is they're making it so that it's too rational to think about, and they're they're removing this mm. other thing, mm. this mm. spirit, this, mm. you know. To me, that's why in martial arts. I'm not as damaged as a lot of the people that I've trained with for so long, right? And I'm just saying physically where I say this, man, all of my stuff is getting better. Everything that I'm doing is getting physically better as well as mentally better. Um, I've got injuries, but the thing that I feel has helped me get through that is that mysticism of 
martial arts and whether it's bullshittery or not, it gives you that whole other thing that has a real effect on what you do, right? And so when we take out the mysticism, when we take out that connection again with the plants that you have this understanding, like um, a friend of mine recently made a joke that said, yeah, but then you kill your plants. And I'm like, no, man, they, they understand, are. they yeah. keep living. And that's their return for our relationship. And there, I really like believe that when I'm mm. working with my plants, like there's this relationship. And so even when I fuck something up, comes out pretty fucking good where you're like god damn man this is it feels good it you know like there's very few people that have you know been smoking with me and said i man i've had a bad experience with that like got too fucking high or got sick or anything because there's just like a good energy about mm-hmm. what you know what it is that we're doing right a lot of times we put it into roles like you said last week man we smoked up and then we got into just a fucking great light but aggressive sparring session where it was just on and everybody's practicing moves getting into the zone and getting hit and not worrying about getting hit and responding and it it was such a positive experience right I mean those logics you could you could break it down logically but there's still something missing when you break it down logically you know what i'm saying because when people break it down logically it's like oh yeah but you know getting high inhibits your ability to do certain things you know what i'm saying that becomes a lot of people's logic that how does that make you better how does that they don't understand that That they're reductive that there's a connection there's a connection if you believe in this plant for instance Right, like I do, man. I think that it was. We talked about this before the podcast. I think dogs were put here on Earth for us to have a connection with. I think weed was put on here hmm. on Earth for us to have a connection with. I think mushrooms, things like that. Well, that's. I mean, that's yeah. sounding like Christianity, honestly. That whole thing, like the animals and the plants, yeah. are like here for. Yeah, I was going to ask. When you say put <laughs> on the, here, like for 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 no, us no, to have no, a from? relationship. From God, the Creator. Yeah, so that's the, the logical computer. mind. Though. So the logical mind says, "What does that mean?" Yeah. For like that. Yeah. yeah what is you but know? So right. It's really cool. So I was thinking about this this entire time. It's like, um, I think humans have the ability to manifest being self-aware in such ways that it creates, you know, reason. The I think that's the only way we can learn how to respond if we can reason certain, like, for example, we can learn so many different things. We can work on a lot of skills. We have a lot of options, but a plant maybe doesn't have the same amount of options of learning these skills and making them like an instinct almost. Yeah. Um, as it's a so, huge difference. Right? And like, huge do we really difference. think dogs are doing what we're doing right now? Having, you know, recording a podcast, talking about philosophy, like how, and I'm not saying they, that in a bad way, but I'm just saying like, how do we know that they are or that they aren't? Their purpose is more defined, but this is how you know, 
Okay. Hey, you know what? I've got how you know that they were here for us. Okay. And we were here for them. Right? That no, I was actually action. asking, how do you know that they are not sitting amongst themselves and having, having philosophical conversations? <laughs> well, they, they might be, but they might be like, you know, yeah, more, so I wonder what does that mean? Yeah. more defined purpose, right? Because I, I think our blessing and our curse is, especially in this country, is having options. Right. And think about this. Maybe the curse of the mind itself, right? That you could do so, you know. Right. Well, how many that I think right there is the problem. How many people do you know who struggle because they have no purpose? Come on. I mean, really. That's Western. That's a modern problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem. And when your role is more defined, like a dog, for instance, they don't have. So if there's a dog philosophical discussion that they're having with other dogs, and I've got five of them, they might be having that <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, but I just, you know, you don't But it's hard. still, I think that <laughs> their, their role is way more defined, and so their thought process within that is going to be more contained to filling that role. Yeah, I mean, like, right? but whatever it is, we still have that difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what sets us apart from a you. lot of other. So I think from everything, everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which any, is any such other thing on earth. Yeah. a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Yeah. Why only us? Right. Yeah. It is weird. And why so different? But to your point, I think some that might actually back up that our idea of animals, you know, getting together and having discussions is how many animals are drawn to psychedelics, to their own version of getting drunk like animals that seek f- fruit that's fallen from the tree and has had time, time to, to, ferment. to ferment and then dolphins they get high off a of fucking puffer fish and they pass them around like a pipe like it literally looks like they're smoking a joint hey, dude, just, I just yeah. want to clarify I didn't say that I know that they don't I was just no. asking like do we how do we how do we learn to see that and do we ever get to like do we know for sure we don't know for sure no I think I think it's possible one day we might. Maybe. Because I mean, Maybe. you look well, at like with like, whales. I mean, like, I'm not making an absolute statement. They, they create entire songs. Like you can listen to but a whale song. But they don't know song. how to. They can't they figure choruses, out. They have what about verses. what about Lily? You know John C. Lily? You know him? Yeah, yeah. Right, and he like in his later years, he's like one of the psychedelic researchers. He had a. Uh, a a deprivation tank above a dolphin mm-hmm. yeah. pool, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he was like, you know, smoking there. fucking, uh, what, what's that stuff? Um, oh, that was like, a, oh, the uh, ketamine, K. Oh, yeah. Like smoke yeah. K and then go in there and, and try so- to talk to the dolphins. But I think maybe that would be a way. I don't know if they've ever like really been able to say anything to a dolphin or a whale, you know what I mean? Oh, or to like understand, yeah, yeah, like to really understand, maybe to like break names. through that barrier. But they did with like, uh, like the gorilla that they taught sign language and that there's that gray parrot that they've yeah. taught language and stuff. Yeah. Like that maybe would allow us to peer inside their brains and a so little then, bit to tell. Like we were saying, how do you know? My question right? to that is then how, then the, it's just like the bridge story. So if they have that set of intelligence as well, then, and we're not really able to, so it's like they're, cause you would wonder, well, why do they, how, why did they evolve the way that they evolved? Um, why didn't they evolved, evolve more like us? Um, so, you know, there's something that's Mushrooms. <laughs> different. Uh, but it's just like the thousand stories of the bridge. It's like all of these beings are experiencing life 
mm. or this realm in a thousand it, different in ways. In a thousand like, different yeah, ways. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And right. then mm-hmm. the way they do it is the, the manifestation of that. But mm. it's still something that I don't think we can really but do you tap think, into. Do you think 10,000 dogs crossing a bridge or a thousand dogs crossing a bridge are having a thousand different experiences? Or but do you but she's think, saying like, what if no, a mollusk like, oh, crosses a bridge and then a dolphin uh-huh. and then a pine needle sure. and then a <laughs> and amoeba? Right. Like, are those all different experiences of that bridge? Like, yes. for sure. But is it even a bridge to them? You know what no, I'm saying? Is there a, a definition? But that's still of, an experience in itself. Right. But I think that then I think when we define stuff like that, maybe we look at something's, you know, again, more of what their purpose might be. We can define purposes a lot in, you know, um, species and animals and, and, and things of that to some degree. Right. There purpose. might be a, a different purpose, but it kind of narrows it to whatever like um, variability there might be within that group it's not going to be that great depending on the level of purpose that it has right if it's a very specific focused purpose then the variance in there is not going to be that great but if it's got Hmm. a greater scope of purpose Hmm. then there could be a a wide Hmm. range of variance well that's what's interesting about us though right like Mm -hmm. if you think uh, I saw a, clip, I had a Joe Rogan clip um, that he's like a Korean actor and he like li- it's like about hunting baboons right? and he like lived with this African tribe oh and, David Cho yeah David Cho yeah and he uh, was saying how he like lost his depression while he was out there he was out there for a few months I think mm-hmm. living with some tribe like in the you know deep um, forest and uh, he lost all depression he lost all anxiety and and like you're saying they have a more uh, narrow purpose, mm-hmm. right? They don't think, like, what what kind of art do I have to make that people will like? How do I <laughs> how do I align my online business to you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're not they're not thinking about that. Like, they he asked them all, he interviewed them all individually, and he said, "What's the best day of your life?" And they all answered the same question: When I got the biggest animal and I brought it back and everybody was happy and we had a big party or whatever. Mm-hmm. I saved the day. Like, so, so, you know, for a long, I don't, that's what's weird about humans. We have that, whatever, the, the malleability, the plasticity of the brain or the mind or whatever. So we were in this pretty narrow uh, thing of purpose and now it's been just like exploded, mm-hmm. right? Almost all, so that there's no purpose. It, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, no you've got to yeah, like yeah. actively You've got to actively seek purpose, at least in our mm. society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Here in America, and I think mm-hmm. that that's a blessing that mm-hmm. you get to have that freedom of choice. But I think that so it's that a thing. bigger curse yeah. because exactly, yeah. we're, not, we're not giving people, I think, the tools necessary to recognize that they possess that power mm. to choose, mm-hmm. right? I think, again, like to, to take it to... I mean, somewhat to like wokeness and stuff, but also to the scientific mind that like takes everything apart. It's like we've we've taken apart all tradition. Mm -hmm. And so now we're just like all by ourselves trying to like figure it out. Right. We have like nothing to stand on, which isn't true because we have like Mm -hmm. language and programs and stuff. But like to a great degree Mm -hmm. in the past, we had this path to take. And and I was I was thinking about this, just how like arrogant it is to say 
at any point to say, like, why are things the way they are? Maybe they should be this way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that tendency to say, which I think is a good tendency, and I do it relentlessly. <laughs> you know, you know, I may be like a perfect example of how this is, goes like off the rails, but that. Uh, just that tendency to ask, why does this have to be this way? And maybe, maybe it could be this other way. Maybe we could try this other way. Mm -hmm. And we've done that with everything, you know. And that's what's like led us to the modern age without purpose and, well, and having to figure it out. Choice paralysis and the, you know. the things though that work are the ones that are done with like a responding type of mindset. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that stick and allow for change in a productive manner. I see. The, 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 change, the so. quick mm. reaction to something like I think we're having right now is not. It's, like it's, it's just, just changing for the sake yeah. of changing. And it's like... But, Progress. But you're not even understanding what you're trying to change to. Yeah, what's, what are we progressing How you're gonna right. what are change we going to change it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you see these huge fucking problems with what you're saying being too logical that's what i call it is trying to be too like scientifically logical or mm -hmm. pragmatic yeah, you reason, know just logic, yeah. science yeah yeah mm -hmm. and it's like right but there's a reason why family structure right. creates just better and, and it's happier hard to, people and right? it's hard to logically get your way to that mm -hmm. like i you know, again, being an example of some of this stuff, like I logic my way to maybe be better if I didn't have a family and mm -hmm. I just raised my son by myself and then I get to do like the art thing. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, wait a second. Mm -hmm. uh, that wasn't necessarily the case. There's all these aspects to family that I just missed also because of how I grew up. Sure. Right. So that's what's hard is like the mind can the reason can so easily take everything apart and just be like why is it that way right and then there's so and many let's things change it. right but you change, change it into an unknown if you know something that that works it yeah. doesn't you know i think people fall into this mindset of that it's got to be if they're gonna you know like be religious for instance you know people look at christians maybe um as well then you've got to be this way Right. And at least in America, at least how we've developed as a country. And that's why I think people are really missing things by hating on the country is that we've developed it so that you can be part of Christianity. You could take some things out of it if you wanted to. Right. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm saying we've created that opportunity where you say, yeah, I don't embrace it like this, but I'm going to embrace it up to this point. Right, we've created that ability. It's, but it but it comes with a sacrifice. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. There's a cost associated with having that level mm -hmm. of freedom. There's always yeah the and cost of freedom and to the this is the thing that that sucks about you know voting, for instance. And it wasn't until you know again I was talking with you guys and you guys both said that you hadn't voted. And the old me would have been like, "Fuck, dude, be part of." The process, mm -hmm. right? We've had but, this conversation, right? A few but times. It, the, the reality of it is, that's a way smarter way to be than somebody who just votes without practicing to understand what is going on, right? Um, if you don't, you can't just read it and understand. Read a house bill. Anybody reads a house bill and it's like, what the fuck does this mean, <laughs> right? You got to understand that stuff. You got to practice and learn what 
is trying to and be even said like how and, to investigate it like correct, how do you even like right, what do you how you look you, at right like, so people yeah. vote they fucking don't respond right now they're reacting because if people looked at it look at all of this fucking socialism bullshit movement all of this stuff they they say that capitalism has failed them well there's no example of socialism on a scale of our country that has even come close to working that is even remotely in the ballpark of working there people are trying to use cuba as an example Mm -hmm. it's like what they don't understand because we've got a trade embargo with cuba the rest of the world doesn't They've traded with the rest of the world. Well, why are the people still fucking poor and hungry and all of that shit? I mean, because the bottom people aren't going to get it. The shit's going to stop at the top layers, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we have those kinds of choices, the responsibility that we haven't taken is learning how to, you know, like exist with that responsibility, knowing that, man, your choices... You give up certain things to have these types of choices, right? You have to do certain things to have the skills to address these types of choices. And um, that's where I think responding comes in over reacting. Emotions, I think, are our ability to react to things, right? I mean, who hasn't, like, met some girl, you know, or some guy and fucking maybe some girl I'm, I mean I'm non-judgmental but you know you start seeing them and all of a sudden you think you're in love right because your emotions take over and you just react to the situation right so emotions are, are good for us to exist with well, but we shouldn't let yeah, them yeah. take over our I, thought process yeah, I think about it a lot uh, with women about like why that why are they so much more why is it why is it the emo, why are emotions easier to get to for for girls for women and one one idea i have not to make this like nice this whole save thing. there <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 save yeah um is, is the mother part you know so i could see I've, I've seen how when a kid's in danger mom is fucking on that shit mm-hmm. you know and it is related to emotion Right. I even noticed my girl recently. We were talking about something. Or oh, um, it was about the. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to. I don't want to go there. But <laughs> it was about the. Did you just see the trans? The two couple that like the guys a girl. Yeah, girl yeah. And they were like yeah. feeding the guy yeah. was feeding the baby who's a girl or whatever. <laughs> and uh, my girl was like pissed about it. She was like, "What the fuck are they doing to that baby?" You know what I mean? And she was like genuinely pissed. You right? And whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But just just how that reaction is great for a mother to have. Yeah. Right. I'm sitting there reasoning my way through. Well, stuff. Well, think of how many right? kids would die if <laughs> yes, yeah, they were with right. their. So dads, it, so it is like right? you're saying. I'm seeing it like you're saying like. Right? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, there'd yeah, be more kids dying than fucking. That's the role. That, that right, those right. are the things that we. Again, we got to accept that when you try to logic those things, because there was this one British fucking chick, um, something Merrick, I think is her name, who was interviewing Jordan Peterson, right? Mm. And she's... The GQ one? Is it that one? I don't know. She's blonde. Uh-huh. Um, okay. She's pretty, but she's a fucking Were they? Was bitch, she going man. at him? Okay. Yeah, yeah she's just trying to misconstrue ones. everything that right. he's saying in his position. Yeah. But she's trying so hard to downplay that there is that intrinsic part of a woman Mm, and then she's trying to say that he's saying that it's inferior is she a mother 
I don't know if she's a well, mother, they, but they, she's... they get all offended. They're like, why is chaos mm-hmm. bad? If you say chaos is feminine, <laughs> then why is... This yeah, is the one yeah. they do at him all yeah. the time. Uh-huh. Then why is... You right. know, you say it's it's order. What was the first one? Um, uh, the order, whatever, something about order. Oh, right, right. right. In 12, his 12 rules. The 12 right? rules for life. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Order over chaos. Something like yeah. that. And they're like, why is order above, you know, the feminine? You know, right? Yeah. They get, like, uh-huh. really defensive about shit. Right. <laughs> but it's a misconception. Yeah. Yeah, it's a complete misconception. But I can see how, though, the feminine is reactive, like you're saying. Well, well like look at what she just aspect. said, though, right? So taking it back to being the parent. Okay, so here is order. Order is saying fucking logically, son, you shouldn't do this because of this. And the kid already climbed up the tree and broke his fucking neck while you're being orderly. Mm -hmm. And the mom is like, boom, on it. That's chaotic. That's fucking shit that she can handle. I mean... Look at women spidey are sense too, way like, more right? like, like <laughs> multitaskers, right? Right, right, right? I mean, you see a dude trying to multitask, fucking really. <laughs> but you see a chick and she can do 10 different things at one time and kick ass at it. That's chaos. That's fucking chaos. It is what it is, right? Queens She's handling of chaos. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. Where there's a lot more logic in order to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other mode of thought. I, I think it's totally but they right. they complement yeah. one another. And I think like what you you're saying, yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course, yeah, they're the two halves of the... Right. right. Um, when you're talking about like logic and then the other thing you're saying, like the invisible, what we've been talking about, mm-hmm. I think that is the feminine. I or That's one, one, one aspect is. of it. Because what's funny is you try to like, you say, well, what is toxic masculinity? And it's pretty easy to be like, oh, do 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 violence, you know, mm-hmm. uh, controlling people, tyranny, da da da. But then when you try to describe toxic femininity, it's a little more difficult because femininity itself, as like a as yin, is like more difficult it's, to, to describe. It's fucking to say it's deep. in the dark. It's uh, it's like unknown. It's in the yeah. dark. It's you know what I mean. But check it out on this level. Even mm. at this level, the physical level. So. I'm 49, Erin's, you know, like in her early 50s, okay? So she's got a couple years on me. And getting my hormone levels and everything balanced and, you know, creating a regimen is pretty fucking easy, right? There's a couple things, a couple things that you got to deal with. And then you include, you know, your diet, your exercise, things of that nature, and you're good to go. Hers is a fucking science project. I mean, and she's really good at this stuff, but mm-hmm. there's testing yeah, and yeah. measuring I've, I've read about this. all of this depth yeah, yeah. to getting her optimal right. where she wants to be. It's fucking chaos. Chips I heard in, in, are fucking chaos. I heard in science experiments <laughs> that because... Or maybe we tapped into that on purpose because we wanted to do more with our bodies <laughs> yes, and men just I, can't do that. I want to make babies and shit. <laughs> right. but, but I heard like science experiments, they forever they didn't use women yeah. because they had too many like of these other hormones that made a less consistent like study batch or whatever so all this science that has been done is really like only applicable to men right all the dosage right. for medications yeah, right yeah, yeah it's okay. all geared towards yeah. like Which i think a 180 pound male is what the mm-hmm. um okay. mean was for that right wasn't brett weinstein talking about uh the problem with the lab rats yeah too? How, right. the yeah. even all that data is pretty much bullshit because Right. Yeah, because they all had like extended telomeres. Tel- isn't telomeres, telomeres, yeah, telomeres which makes them like more resistant to mm-hmm. toxins or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that chaos thing, but but <laughs> isn't it badass though? Like, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I look at chaos as a fucking super weapon, you know, that chicks have. You have a lot of dudes. options, but if you, you don't know of, how to use those options, or sure. at least a number of them. But think of how hard a guy has to train to handle chaos. Chicks are agents of fucking chaos. <laughs> I mean, the Joker. They just handle it. They know how to fucking yeah, put it out there. They know how to handle it. I've spent my whole says fucking that life in Dark Knight. What's that? He's that he's an agent of chaos. An agent of chaos. Yeah. Um, I, but the thing is, like, that's the thing that people get so we're wrong. Villains now. Damn. <laughs> Man. Also, oh, the villains, the dark I, side. Yeah. But so that's I'm the thing, though. Into the villains. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is is women aren't the feminine. That's where everybody gets mixed up. Like there, there's more of a connection there, right? Um, but they're not the same thing, right? Right. So we can't like get mixed up on it. You know what I mean? That's a good like, point. Can that's you what everybody. On that? So like, you could say that chaos is feminine, mm-hmm. and then you could say that that villainous Joker type villain energy, because he he'll he'll get all the money and then burn it, right? So there's no reasonable aspect to him right that's the whole dark knight mm-hmm. movie right but look he's at the like joker the guy that you can't figure out right but look at the uh, joker he's never really depicted as this grounded masculine fucking especially in the new one if yeah he's one. he's a lot more you know like very malleable, feminine in that feminine yeah. you know like unpredictable okay. mobile right yeah so so those aspects of the feminine, right. So that isn't women. Women aren't the joker. You know what I mean? But you could say that there's an aspect of the feminine that is that like unknown dark side of things. Look at That's like, what the yin-yang is. UFC yeah. fighters like Adesanya, right? Okay. Tell me what dude moves like fucking Adesanya. Right. I mean, he... I'm not saying he moves like... I'm saying, yeah, his stuff is very. That's why they call him style style bender, right? right? It's it would feel way chaotic more being flowy. the other oh, person for sure. You would never know what's yeah. coming from where. Right. I felt that way with Nick yesterday, Me too. right? Because like he'll he get he'll, he'll pepper you oh, up yeah. with the hands for a minute, yeah, and you can't quite tell those angles with him on uh-huh. where those hands are coming from. Now I'm all hands, and now he's kicking me in the fucking face <laughs> yeah. if he wanted to. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's a motherfucker. You know, for and sure. all of a sudden I was I, I was in chaos. Uh-huh. I literally was. I got that point where I didn't know how to react. And he now was just like doing this. Agent controlling chaos. your chaos. He was. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. dope. Like, yeah, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were that, is that what you meant, though, by Style Banner being like chaos? Yeah, chaos. Uh, and But again, he's not like. Controlled he's, look chaos. at John Jones. John Jones doesn't look like fucking Anthony Johnson. Again, if you Does were. now. Well, yeah, I guess now. Huh? <laughs> I wonder how that's going to work for him. You know, not so far. They're not really. Man, how many times has he fought in the past? Fucking. It's because he was moving up to heavyweight, yeah. and then when and, he got and ready. because of everything else. Well, yeah. You know? Well, yeah. He, <laughs> he wants was more like money. my favorite fighter, Hell but he yeah. just never fights. You know, and then the last few weren't that great. You know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's up. It'd be really interesting, though. I still love him, um, but yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, will he even fight? I, I think what, it was it Ngannou? Is that the one that he got offered? He got well, offered well, Ngannou. Right? Right. I think he got offered it. They couldn't come to a financial agreement. Right, yeah, he's all on Twitter talking about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was just going to say to your point, like with the chaos thing, there's definitely levels of femininity and masculinity in both men and women, right? I exactly. Mean, we, we, yeah. Yeah. Women we have the hormones. Much. We both have both hormones. Yeah. And, just different levels. And I would argue, like, 
at least for myself, I think I grew up with much more of a feminine influence, at least until my teen years, because it was mostly my mom at home with me on a lot of occasions. There was a period of time when I was at home with my dad, so I got, I did get, you know, that masculine influence in my later, uh, like towards my teens, but um, I think I drew a lot of how I perceived the world from my mom, from my grandma, my sister. I mean, that's who I was spending most of my time with, and specifically my grandma. I used to just sit her, sit there and watch her cook. And to your point, she used to multitask like a motherfucker. She would have tortillas going. There'd be mm-hmm. salsa being yeah, made. Like, like, put that shit down. Yeah, and it whack all it. comes out fucking <laughs> go, perfect. Go in the back <laughs> and wa- watering. Shit in the back. In the She's got laundry. She's right. yeah, everything. Why haven't I heard those kids for the past five flow, minutes? Yeah, so flowing around, around the house. Yeah. And I think I picked up some of that. At least I noticed when I went into kitchens. I watched how she multitasked and I never really thought about this until right now but I did have like I if if the kitchen was like mildly going I feel like I was more apt to make a mistake where I it was just like I would kind of go on autopilot but when those tickets would start punching right when 4:30 would hit and the string just came out my adrenaline would kick in and then I would have fucking 25 different things cooking at one time and I would know mentally when I needed to pull each thing and I would set everything fucking up and it was chaotic mm-hmm. but I and you're I, multitasking yeah yeah right. and I mm-hmm. I used to thrive in that situation mm-hmm. and still and you do have to like let go of some control right you have to like leave those edges open like we're saying like some you know freedom versus like you know i think psychedelics taught me a big part of that with Mm. the letting go thing because before it was the the chaos used to feel like chaos and then psychedelics yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. psychedelics taught me i still get that knot and it's the same thing with music like every time i step onto a stage i'm getting that same feeling i used to get before the ticket machine would start fucking ringing Mm -hmm. and that little knot starts to form and it's like all right i'm either gonna let this overwhelm me or i'm gonna bite down on the bullet and i'm gonna fucking take control of this or even like go with it, right? Yeah. Like you just, be, be yeah. inside the chaos. Like you can't. Yeah. You can. I mean, you can't control chaos, but maybe you can like. Yeah. You can like guide. You can it dance with well it. within it, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, man. You can swim rather than drink. I think in that's jujitsu, the, that's, the, that's the you know, that's such a great way to put it, though. Is for you guys. That's what I'm trying to say. Is create chaos, right? Take away that person's ability to restore order before they're like fucking yanked out or their necks fucking mm. you know but then to them they're <laughs> this is stupid <laughs> mm-hmm. but then to them their chaos would be their order yeah but well that's when you they're, get they're, good they're getting not in, into the not chaos in the beginning is, right uh, yeah, i mean if you can create chaos and you can't do anything with it right it's not going to give you I any still benefit feel that you're way just all the time an agent it's right? like you know i take someone off balance oh maybe at, at best a lot of the time i just see that they made the post mm-hmm. i didn't know what to do with it necessarily right. how to grab it you know what i mean i still feel that way like there's just so much to calculate i may be able to you know switch sides when sweeping to kind of mm-hmm. you know go boom you know attack up sweep you know i might be able to get a little bit of that but there's like so much possibility that's happening all around i still have a hard time uh making that like order for me it's still mm-hmm. chaos for me a lot of the time yeah. well, maybe you just don't yeah. have enough like you need to continue making more chaos until right yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then that's when you you start to like we we're saying before they have an intelligence for the like invisible mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that you yeah. can't right well <laughs> so that's what i'm trying to get you guys to do right is i want your ability to create that chaos to create that action that's logical right i don't want it to just be like chaos for chaos but first you got to be able to move you know what i'm saying i mean very first we 
teach you how to lock down for a moment and how to prevent yourself from getting you know hit and attacked hard but then you've got to start to move and as you get better you don't necessarily need to lock and hold somebody down you can be moving and starting to create that chaos as you're you're moving into the position that you want to go versus you know just trying to hold something right to create order you know mm. something long enough so that you can create order mm. right you know what i'm saying and you're also like you're also taking away all choice right yeah you're, when i'm doing that right so if, holding, if i'm yeah, like yeah. the bigger stronger fighter which mm. you see this with again this is where like this whole masculine femininity has a range right so a lot of you know everybody here pretty much besides ryan um I can lock down and hold mm. if I wanted to, mm -hmm. right? I'm just big enough and squat enough to do that, at least for a period of time, mm -hmm. right? So if you look at that and you say that's grounded, because if I do that and I lock you guys down and hold you and play the heavy pressure, not letting you move game, again, because my size, because of you know my skill set, I can eventually pull something out work it to where I want, shut everything down, and then go for the attacks that I want, right? So that's one end of the spectrum. That would be that very like masculine order. I'm going to put it in my realm, and mm. then I'm going to force this thing to happen. Yeah. Then you got the other realm, which is that just chaotic place, right? Where there is no order. And it's that's where creativity is. You might come up yeah. with a move you've never done Correct. before. All Absolutely. of a sudden, boom, there's like some weird reverse triangle right. thing happen. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. And it also, this person, you can tell, thrives in this environment, right? If you can take this person a few notches over, they might not be so good then in that environment. If this person is, you know, like, um, malleable enough is you know open-minded enough to automatically leave that hard masculine side and go more towards this feminine side they're gonna have way more options they're gonna have way more range that they can work within mm. right and so mm -hmm. that idea that one is better than the other or one has s stronger attributes than the other I don't think exists. I think it's distributed equally. Yep. And then as you go to either side, you're giving up a little bit of this to gain That's a little right. bit of that. Yeah. And the more That's that so we are able to do that, I think mm -hmm. goes back to what your grandma then. It, she becomes a master of harnessing that chaos, right? If, like you said, you, you fucking don't have the motivation, you don't have the wave behind you when it's just normal. But once for 30 fucking hits, all of a sudden it's not normal. That's the fucking wave, right? And yeah. you, you can ride that well because you get the momentum of it or you can crash and fucking burn in it, right? But you need that energy to fucking kick you in gear. And then the person who starts to master that yep. can harness right. that energy, right? Yep. And use that energy to their advantage or to yeah. whatever advantage they're mm -hmm. trying to gain yeah so yeah. that's why the the images of like someone standing with one foot in yin and one foot in yang mm -hmm. right and then that other one's that nataraja one the indian one the hindu one uh nataraja is like the dancing god what is it shiva in oh, one shiva form poverty but it's in a form that's called nataraja mm -hmm. and it's like the cosmic dance yeah yeah and he dances on the fool too um, but it's like that's at least how I picture it mm -hmm. is is you know that ability to dance it's like a dance 
right? That's why the yin yang is is spinning, right? Um, you know, and it's and it's fluid too, yeah, and it's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like that. Right? And even when have you have you ever seen pictures of the Tao? Like when people say this is like a drawing of the Tao, it's mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, ink uh, ink things that are like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that like is the you know the like the most concept. the most you could you know how you, mm -hmm. the Tao that can be named is not, but same you can't draw the Tao, but it's like you know, the closest you can get. And mm -hmm. it's that kind of like flowing things going in and outside of each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, that image of the dance in between the two is like where it's at. Right. Yeah. For mm -hmm. sure. I think that it takes practice though, to get to those That's points right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and yep. you know, goes back to jujitsu fucking if more people practice jujitsu or martial art like mm -hmm. that. I That's think they would have yeah. those, yeah. opportunities right that would be a little bit more prevalent to make in everything mm. there's a lot of doors yeah. right there's like i think art and music is a door i to that, think those are right? doors i think I, but those, i think the one thing mm. though that differentiates everything else is that you're fighting another human being mm. and okay. yeah. you know that puts it in a realm where you there's know a, even if you had a competition mm -hmm. between things it's different it it just gets you that like base primal level Right, and I think painting, I think art is a primal instinct. I think we started doing art early on, but I think we fought before that. I think we were born and we're fucking, if there's two of us, two kids, <laughs> I think you're fighting just for whatever, you know, we could try to logic it away or we could just say people were meant to fucking fight. Mm -hmm. Well, this is interesting because, so now I'm seeing this like, <laughs> It's not only a dance, but it's a fight, right? It's I mean, what's up with that symbolism? It's like the same well, thing. Is a dance, right? Itself, you know, yeah. what I mean, it's like the same idea. Yeah. What, you what's know? your perception right. on it? And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why we give mm -hmm. that label. We make that label mm -hmm. a bad word, right? But we thrive and, and, on that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. people. And this is the thing, like with political discussions, when people are like, oh, "I don't want to get." into fucking any kind of tension it's like why tension is great like that you get it out you put it out you experience it mm. it doesn't eat at you and, and, and maybe maybe that's, you observe it yeah, yeah from a different perspective and maybe it's a part of it like the white is white because it discludes the black or whatever mm -hmm. you know the yin and the yang and so it is confrontational at the same time that's what creates the movement Right, because how about this one? You ever yeah. seen that? Um, you ever seen uh, it's a uh, it's like a documentary, um, and it's Stephen Hawking is like in it a bunch. Maybe it even is the one of his books in like movie form or whatever. And it's like a giant gymnasium covered in marbles. You ever seen this? You gotta look mm. this shit up. It's yeah. wild. And so it's like they cover. I think they're CGI marbles, right? And it covers like this wood floor in this big gymnasium, and they're all exactly a square away from each other or whatever. You know what I mean? Like a net. Okay. Like a perfectly yeah. symmetrical net. Uh, and none of them are moving because the idea is these are like atomic particles or whatever that have like a positive and negative charge. So if there's symmetry, they don't move at all. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as you take one away, they go, you know, they slowly like, you know, first a few move and then they kind of group together. Yeah. And by the end of it, it's this like swirling, swooshing like water or something. Mm. Right? And so... Again, that's that that is like the idea I think, um, with the yin and yang is it is that like motion and movement and it is maybe the conflict that is the catalyst for things to move around. Otherwise, everything just becomes stagnant, 
right? Mm-hmm. But like it that. needs the stagnant part to still be able to make the separation. Mm-hmm. To create the movement. There needs to be an opposite of movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There needs to be a stillness or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's well, a good place to end. Nice. One one quick thing. Yeah. Did anybody see the um, Taekwondo gold medal with the females? No, no I. No. Is, there, just, is there a? Yeah, I just saw a clip of it. And okay. Yeah, it was interesting. So if you look it up, how do you look it up? What what words? I don't know. I, it just populated I on Taekwondo gold something medal that I was reading. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did watch it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like something's now. Uh, no, I, said, yeah. I just, no, we no, all I mean, have to look it up. Yeah, I think it's worth seeing in that regards. Like, I just, um, my impression of what it was going to be and what it was was a little okay. different. Yeah. I yeah, guess I'd never really event. seen a Olympic Taekwondo <laughs> match before. Okay. Huh. All right. It's kind of foreign to me. We'll check it out. We'll check it out, though. <laughs> All right. All right, later. Peace. Later. You don't want to say the things? Oh, right. No. Oh, Isn't the closer? You're the, oh, oh, you're yeah. the closer. I'm a little higher right <laughs> so now. So high for that, too. Um, yeah, don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Ascent420. Follow, yeah. subscribe, share. <laughs> All right, that's what's up.